everybody. Welcome back to Author Eki. Today, I have Amber Boudreaux, and because I lived in Louisiana at one time, I can actually say that last name. So I'm going to let her introduce herself, talk about herself, and then we're going to just get into the discussion about I'm pretty interested in the book that she already wrote and is out and her next endeavor, which will be out very shortly. So Amber, take it away. Hi, thanks, Travis. Hi, everybody. Yeah, my name is Amber Boudreaux, and I am uh, I write youth and adult fantasy books. I've written a book about dragons called The Dragoneer, and I also, which is for young adults, and I've written a book for adults, Second Nature, which is more werewolves and shifters. And the next book that I have coming out is comes out October 3rd, and it is a sequel to The Dragoneer. I'm excited about that coming out and people getting a chance to read it and sharing it with everybody. So based on your background, I read you're a geologist or into geology. Is that correct? Yeah, I studied geology at university. I got an I got a BS degree in undergrad in, in geolo- geology. And then I went on to get a master's in it as well. So, yeah. Did you <laughs> dig up something that said, I'm going to write a book about dragons? Did you right. find a dragon? Come on, you can tell I us wish. about a dragon. I would totally tell you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I wish I had. I wasn't that I wasn't that kind of geologist, as oh. they say. I studied more landforms and okay. to get super nerdy, like quaternary morphology, if anybody's really interested. <laughs> so that's like the last 10,000 years or so of geologic time and uh, oh. mainly dealing with like glaciers and stuff like that. But almost, that almost feels like a, another life now, which is so long ago. Awesome. But yeah. I am glad I met Amber because I decided to go back to school. And one of the classes I have to take is geology. Oh, awesome. They're going to have you uh, identifying rocks and minerals. <laughs> it's going to be great. In my next book I'm writing, I actually talk about a meteor crater. The thing is, it's kind of centered around a meteor crater. That's in, uh, that's awesome. I think that's great. Uh, we have those. Um, I know. There's a, yeah. There's a site in, specifically, I can think of, because I've been there. There's a site in Indiana, Kentland Quarry, and it is the, let's see, at the time, our teacher, our instructor was like, this supposed meteorite impact site. And she's, I think we can just get rid of the supposed, all right? It's a that's meteorite it. impact site. Yeah. <laughs> is, that's what it is. So, yeah, so, that was, it was a really interesting visit, yeah. What motivated you, or how did you come up with the idea for your first book, and then your subsequent novel to write, because writing fantasy, that's, you got, that's, you got to have a pretty good imagination for that because there's things in there that I can't spell. How did you, <laughs> how did you come up and tell us about your writing style? What kind of motivation? Uh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. There's, I, when you're looking for a character names, don't you just do a keyboard smash and that's your fan- <laughs> fantastical. I only, only ones I can spell. That's how so. you name your characters. That's, I'm telling you, that's right. That's it right now. Yeah, actually, we spent a terrible amount of time on baby name websites. So it's we were <laughs> just mentioned that the other day. Good to know that babies are named after dragons. So yeah, cool. right. Yeah, oh, cool. definitely. So yeah, my first book that I wrote was The Dragoneer, and it it took me several rewrites. It's not. It was not like I'm going to write this story, and it was, and I wrote it, and it was done. Mm-hmm. It was. It did not work that way. Uh, at least not for you? me. I'm not sure exactly how long, but definitely on the scale of years. Okay. Right. Yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah, it was not a one and done like quick thing. It was at first, I think when I had finally typed the end, I it was like 
I can tell you it was like 55,000 words, which was about 20,000 words light. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. So I had to go back and do some rethinking and add some scenes and that helped move the story along. I also, it went through, several people saw it. I have a couple of critique groups, a couple of writing groups that I belong to and other people had saw it and commented. And then I went the extra step of getting a a developmental edit done as well. So, um, and I took all that feedback and scraped it together and then did another rewrite because that's what you do. And eventually, yeah, I, I was able to find a publisher, Dragon Street Press, who was interested in it. I think, I, I wonder if the name had anything to do with it, but... No, they're finally getting copyrights and trademarks and everything. You never know. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, all right, Dragon Area, Dragon Street Press. Sounds like a perfect. good match. That's yeah. Perfect. And they came to me and they, it, so the Dragon Area came out in 2020. So yeah, that's how the Excellent. came about. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And so I think as a writer, you sort of, you're always keeping what works and get, getting rid of what doesn't. It was very interesting to take what I had learned, have another idea, and then just be able to sit down and write about werewolves. <laughs> so. do, you, do you outline or I'm what they call a pantser author. Sure. I don't outline. I just write. Yeah. I always like to think I'm a bit of a combination of the two, a pantser or a plotter, as they say. Um, yeah. So I'm, I read somewhere one time somebody said if you want to write fast and well maybe you should have an outline and I was right. like I definitely want to write fast and I definitely want to write, right. write well right. let's see how that works I will have an outline that I'm working from but it's definitely I definitely don't have any fear of deviating from that outline and oh, chucking yeah. it and then having a different outline and moving forward that way I, yeah it's some combination of the two for me you're just total, you're a total pantser? I think so. So I, I have, I'll do a mind map of the book okay. at, before and as I'm writing it, because I want to make sure that if I say something, an action somewhere, yeah. that an action has to be completed by somebody yes. or something. So I just want to yeah. make sure of all that. I wrote my first novel in six weeks. It was, I don't know how. I don't even know that. I think I knew that many words. Yeah. And then this one, what I'm writing now, I started writing after that one, and I'll be done. I anticipate, and then next week, the initial draft, I'll go through it. Yeah. I like to print it out and read mm-hmm. it in pieces because then I can make all the annotations and everything, and then go yeah. back and do it, and then have somebody read it and go through that whole iteration. Um, yeah. yeah. I started first of March, and I had a, a publisher in the middle of April. Oh, excellent. But by, uh, you know, and I think I was still married at that time. And I'm still married now. <laughs> I just didn't see her. Wait a second. I, I was her. like, whoa. I just didn't see her. No. She was over there looking at me. What are you doing? You're pecking away. Yeah. Yeah. No so kidding. How'd your family, yeah. how'd your family take it? It's, uh, you've got to take, you've got to dedicate some time. Just like I have to write 20 words today because you'll never be done. Yeah. Writing that fast in six weeks. That reminds me of like NaNoWriMo. Have you ever participated? No, yeah, Na- NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month. It's a thing. It's, and that's, it's, it's usually the month of November, and it's a mm-hmm. commitment to get 50,000 words in, in 30 days. But let me tell you, that breaks down to about 1,600 <laughs> 1, plus words a day. 
which is three times more than three times my normal amount that I can right, actually right. reliably get. And yeah, I would never, I would, I was like, I can't, I, don't, I can't write a novel in a month. Are you crazy? But let me tell you, 2020 happened mm-hmm. and it's I'm not doing anything anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> all right. yeah. Yeah. And I did it. And so I've, I've done that process. And, and let me tell you, I get the idea of NaNoWriMo. I think I've said this before. It's, it's sexy, right? It's like mm-hmm. you get 50,000 words in a month. And what really, what it really does is just help you with the consistency that you need to write every day. Sounds- and, or it, sure you can take maybe a break for weekends i don't know if you want to have a family life right, i don't know right. it's really that getting your butt in the seat and getting the words on the page that is really i think that's what it really helps with regardless of whether you get 1600 words or 500 that's how i've done it is like a little bit at a time every day yeah. i typically I saved start. a bunch of money in that six weeks because we didn't go anywhere oh so I, saved a bunch of money I didn't do anything out. we're good yeah yeah, yeah. i <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm I'm familiar. So, so what yeah, about your I, next although, book, this, the second book? Yeah. Tell us about how that one came about. And I want to know about the one you're going to next month, like two oh, weeks or a week or two. Uh, yeah, less than two weeks is the next one comes out. Yeah. Second Nature, yeah, it came. I was just like, I had an idea. I was like, what about, I, I like werewolves. I'm a, I read fantasy, obviously. So I'm a fan of that genre. I was like, what? First of all, is there anything that I could do with it that would be take it in a different direction? Oh, yeah. uh, stuff that we don't already know. And so I, so that's, I, it, it came in to not just werewolves, but also into a shifters. So I have other characters who don't necessarily change into werewolves, but they change into other animals, including my main character who, uh, when we catch up with her at the beginning, she's, this is also... People, I've heard, I only heard this recently. I really want to write an amnesia novel. I was like, really? Does anybody really want to write one of those? And then I realized that I had written one because Mavis doesn't actually remember who she is. Uh, Yeah, we catch up with her about six months after she's woken up out of a coma. She doesn't remember who she is. She made peace with that, but she's got a job. She's got friends. But then all of a sudden she's getting drawn into this conflict with the werewolves. And in this case, in my book, the werewolves are out. They've revealed themselves to society and everybody knows them, knows about them. And they've, people are dealing with that, but just come to find out that their leader, their alpha of all the alphas or the alpha wolf went missing and she might know what happened to him. Oh, wow. So you're where the plot I know she's (laughs) it's a bit of a genre blending a little bit of a mystery there as well as urban fantasy yeah so that's how werewolves say that again a town I bet there are razor blades everywhere (laughs) interesting interesting (laughs) it's not necessarily a town of werewolves but yeah definitely there (laughs) that's cool though yeah that's a whole new spin on it yeah I'm definitely a a fan of of those urban fantasy type books that have those characters in them. Yeah. So you're not afraid yeah. of night? You're not afraid of night? <laughs> no, maybe. Yeah. I think a little, I think a little fear is healthy or. Of course. Yeah. It, so what about your, the one coming out? Tell us about that one. That's a, uh, sure. Cool. The next one coming out is actually, is the sequel to the Dragoneer. It picks up right where the Dragoneer ends. 
my my publisher called it a is calling it a, a standalone sequel, so you don't necessarily need to have read the first one to jump right in with mm-hmm. the second. But I don't look. It comes out in two weeks. I haven't even got a poster yet, but I do have a picture. I would love to share that with you of the cover. I um, love that. It's called The Dragoneer and the Pretender, and it should be out October 3rd, where, <laughs> where all fine books are sold, um, but especially Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Yeah. <laughs> so, that is a beautiful cover. Uh, yeah, they, they did a great job on that. It was, it's great. Yeah. So like I said, the sequel picks up right where the other one drops off. It's a bit of a, it's a portal fantasy. So our main character, Moira Noble, is traveling with Zephyr, her dragon, to where Zephyr came from so that they can get there so that they can rescue their friends oh nice yeah they sort of, book. yeah they yeah totally uh, <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of an on the road adventure type book too because uh, you know there's got you can't just magically magically show up where they need to be and the dragon to actually, has to fly come on the dragon just can't sit there oh you're so you're not gonna like my dragon because he doesn't fly <laughs> it come doesn't on. fly he does not he's not one of those he's not one of those dragons he's more of a battle dragon. He does not oh. fly. Yeah. He's right. good with a sword, though. And his tail is pretty cool. Oh, wicked, huh? Uh, pretty, yeah, cool. So, so that's a, a standalone sequel. Yeah. And I assume you're probably thinking of something else to jot down. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So I actually, have, that's what I'm writing right now, is working on the third one for, for the Dragoneer. Yeah. Hopefully that'll uh, that'll be out sometime it's so it's very new it's like not even ten thousand words yet but right. i think again you just keep chipping away at it and i hopefully what I'll do get you there. like to write do you like to write in the morning the evening the afternoon when do you find time to write what's your best your most creative i don't know if it's most creative but i find i like to get up and write so usually mm-hmm. typically very early in the morning before this before my kids are up and right. before the day starts and people have to get to work and stuff like that. That's when I, that's when I try to get some words down. And if I come back to it later in the day, great. If not, I can be like, well, I wrote today. So that's good. Do you write the end before the middle? Oh no, I'm one of those. No, I'm one of those terribly straightforward. I just go through and write the whole thing in order. And it's awful. Do you go to an order? Uh, do you write I different do. parts? I do. Yeah. So what I do is, to me, I have to get the beginning. I'll write, but I'll rewrite the beginning because I have to write the beginning where somebody will catch him quick. And yeah. then I'll write the ending, but I won't, it won't be the one that I use. It, oh. it just allows me to think. I yeah. to look at things because as the characters evolve in the book, then I'll evolve the, uh, the ending of it. Because in my, in my in the first book, the only book I've ever written, Flames of Deception, there was actually at the end, I had an amnesia uh, chapter in there. It was all. Then I said, oh, okay, let me change it around. So I added something else. So I'm thinking about maybe putting uh, just the second ending out as a separate hmm. that somebody could switch. Oh, go here. Now I can read this ending and see how it ends up. Interesting. Just as a, you know, put it out there for you, whatever. So that, but yeah, I don't, and I, I, I like to write in the morning. I like to walk. I like to walk like five miles in the morning. Oh, wow. Get done like eight. And then I'll sit in the backyard. I live in Texas, so the weather's beautiful. And I just sit down and I'll start typing until about 1030. Oh, wow. And then uh, then by one o'clock, two o'clock, I'm like, oh, okay. My mind is jello. 
Uh, so I just kind of do something else. And then I thought of this podcast. So, well, because I didn't know anything about what was the hardest thing that you find outside of writing the book mm. to get it out? Yeah. <laughs> I think writing is the easy part. What? Say that again. I think, it makes- I think the writing is the easy part. Yeah. After a while, you're like, yeah, I'd almost give anything to just go back and write. And you're like, oh, yeah. good. Right. It's good. Hang on to that feeling for another time. But yeah, I think the marketing and the promotion is not my favorite. But there was, yeah, I've queried agents and you don't even get a thanks, but no thanks. You just, you get ghosted, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. you don't. We read all our queries. I'm like, do you? Because oh, <laughs> I never yeah. heard from you. Yeah. Um, see at the end of it, they'll read it. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, yeah. So they, so yeah, I definitely got led to publishing in a, a circuitous or in a non traditional way because mm-hmm. I found my publishers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think oh, I, interesting. yeah, I pitched, I think it was Pit Mad or, one of those events like that where I pitched uh, Dragoneer and Dragon Street Press liked it and I ended up querying them and that's how we came today. Actually, there was another step to that because I think they mm-hmm. said at the time, they were like, we are looking for novels that are 70,000 words or more. And mine was, I think, like just under or something like that at that time. Of course, it's got, gotten bigger now, gotten longer right, right. since. But I remember questioning them. I was like, it's this many words. Is that okay? And they said, yeah, send it along. And you definitely want to follow those guidelines, submission guidelines. Yes. And absolutely to the T, obviously. But I, that was one there. I was actually once had some back and forth and it actually worked out. So that was good. And then the same thing with the second nature. I think I, I tweeted something during a pitch session and my other editor for second nature gen z publishing liked it and i queried them and they're like yes but they gotta send the full manuscript request and yes so i'm somewhat i did i guess i just looked on the internet and i sent it to one talked to one sent it to another i got a reply and then i was yeah. in houston for work and they're the defiance press the publishing based out of houston Conroe, cool. Houston. So I said. I'm going to go buy, this is because it's a big, it's a big deal. So I'm yeah. going to go by and check them out. So I went by, drove up on the way back home and stopped met the Dave, the, basically the owner, the president of the company and some other folks. And I said, well, you know I really like them. They, they had the same value that I have. So I said, shoot, I'm just going to go with them. And uh, I'm hoping that they're going to publish this next one. because It's the sequel of the first one. See, Not a yeah. sequel, I don't know, but... Yeah, I guess it's the same team, but different things. Yeah. Yeah, does it take place in the same world? It does. It does. Mine are like military espionage and thriller and government espionage and thrillers and things. Cool. Um, but yeah, so yeah, marketing is definitely tough. Yeah. 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 You gotta market I, it. You gotta wanna you gotta wanna make it successful. Yes. Yeah. And the first step is it almost seems like the easy part, even though we all of us know that it's not the easy part, but exactly. it's like writing the best book you can. Like, I've written the best book I can. Now I'm just trying to get people to read it. 
So do you have any signings coming up or anything you want to tell the folks about or where they can find you and check you out and follow you? Absolutely. Yes. I will be in uh, at the Twin Cities Book Festival in Minneapolis on October 15th. So I will be there. I think it's from 10 to 5. It's an open event. There's no cost for anybody to come. Anybody can. It's free to enter. Everybody can show up. And yeah, I'll be there with Second Nature and Dragoneer and hopefully copies of the Dragoneer and Pretender. But I'm on Twitter, as I mentioned, I'm on Instagram, and I have an author Facebook page as well. So I also have a website, authorambaboudreau.com, where there's an email there that you that people can get in touch with, with me through. So yeah. What's your family thing? Say that again? What's your family thing? I'm interested. What's your, your husband and kids and... You know, they, and your family in general they're pretty supportive they're think pretty supportive. crazy <laughs> does it make them crazy i think a little bit when i've done nano remo they're like seriously it's thanksgiving what are you doing i'm like i have to get my words in for today i'm like i'll eat the turkey later so they <laughs> it'll be uh, all right it's always good with mayonnaise and bread so it'll be all right, right. the leftovers are just as good so, they're mostly okay i think yeah husband the husband's proud of me never fails to tell me how proud of it me is and the kids i think I, they're a little a little young at this point the, the 11 year old kind of gets it and she's like, can i read this one and i was, uh-huh. and I was like yes <laughs> like my granddaughter uh, said the same thing she's seven she says i'm gonna read your book grandpa and she looked at it, she goes those are big words i can't read that yet <laughs> <laughs> nice like any someday baby girl someday That's right. <laughs> um, yes. so yeah. when you told your friends yeah. you were gonna write a book Sure. What was, the, what was their response? Because sometimes, uh, okay, we know you. That Bold of you to assume I told anyone that I was writing a book. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No, I never. I don't think. I'm not one of those people who's like, guys, I'm going to write a book. I think I'm just one of those suffer in silence types. It's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go over here. What are you doing on the computer? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Look over um, there. Look over there. Yeah, pay no attention. Yeah, so I don't think they knew that I had written a book until I was querying and pitching and that kind of thing. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, because I maybe in part because it did take me so long to finish it, but it got there. But I, in that meantime, I had been, I had started attending writing conferences and I had joined my writers group. So there were people who knew that I was writing. I, they were my writing partners and things right, like right. that. But my family is like, yeah you get that first so what's it about and you're like dragons <laughs> and they're just like okay we it, spent all that money getting education <laughs> you're writing about dragons <laughs> i would like to remind them that i had a scholarship See? so yeah <laughs> you write about anything you want right definitely <laughs> yes it comes through i feel like there are rocks play a role in definitely in the dragon ear as they should um, yes and definitely landforms and nature and stuff definitely plays a role in both books yeah definitely well, um, you mentioned i told people oh you told people oh, i no, told then, them i had to finish it yeah then they had that expectation when are we going to read it when yeah when do i get to hold it in my hot little hands i know you're gonna ask something i'm sorry y'all no i was gonna i was gonna ask you mentioned tom clancy so um, and you're obviously write, writing these military thriller, thriller-esque novels so what do you are you reading that type of genre or are you reading other stuff too? I have to tell you. So I was in the army and okay. I read Hunt for Red October and I wanted to get out of the army and join the Navy. That's how, that's wow. such an impact on, but I didn't. 
thank God. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> I can't swim. I, I do. I do. I read him. I, I like Clive Cussler. Okay. Okay. And Dan Brown. So I would think my books are between a Tom Clancy and a Clive Cussler. I okay. think there is a lot of stuff that is very could be in real mm-hmm. life. Yeah. From a technology and other perspective. But I put a kind of a Clive Custer kind of humor, just not all seriousness in a book. So you can have fun as you're going through Russia, looking to why, what's going yeah. on with Russia and their oil fields. So you can have fun doing it. The whole team can have fun. So yeah. I, th- I, I think it's a kind of, I like Dan Brown because everything in Dan Brown's books takes place in 24 hours. It's true. Not, yeah. but not mine, but I just like reading that quick. It makes it go quicker. But yeah. Yeah. I, I would say those two. Cool. Excellent. I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Neat. It's just, it's just uh, interesting. And I like, yeah. I do a lot of research for my books. So I will, uh, like, and my book now, you could actually trace the entire operation that they went on in Russia and go to every place they went to. These are all real places. That's cool. That's neat. Yeah. Not that I would would recommend doing it right now. (laughs) However, in the future. (laughs) Right. I I hope. Yeah. I've read a couple books like that where we're mentioning real places here and like people can go to them. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I I do like that. Oh, God. We can make so much up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It helps. It's like, I don't know. Real. Yeah, so it's cool. Real. So you're, you got two out, one in the hopper. Yeah. And then you got one in the cranium. <laughs> and yes. uh, starting to let that one. So do you go for a word count or you go until the thought is? Wow. Yeah. It's a little bit of both. I do, in the back of my mind, have a word count that I'm shooting for. If I make it there, great. Yeah. If not, I don't agonize over it, but I do go back and look like, Maybe I should maybe I should add another scene or something, yeah. but not necessarily. I will say the NaNoWriMo, the fifty thousand words in a month. That's that seems light to me. So I'm always usually way over fifty thousand words. I not in that month. I get the right, fifty thousand right. words by the thirtieth day, but I'm usually writing for another week mm-hmm. or so after that because I'm in the because I'm in the the rhythm of, of yes. writing. There is a rhythm. So just, there is a rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I just keep going. So I, and then I, you know, typically, yeah, 75, 80, those, I seem to I like those numbers. Um, yeah, that's which typical novel length. Yeah, um, anything below 50,000, I think 50,000 to 90,000 is a novel, it's a fiction novel. And I'm fiction, at, yeah. I think my first one was 83,000. And this one right now, I'm at 81,000. Ooh, you say right now, is it not done yet? Oh, it's not completely done yet. I yeah. got it all in my mind. Yeah. I just, I have to take a break. I mean, I mean, yeah. It, but I, because my mind will, oh man, this would be cool. Let me figure out where I can put this in here to make sense. Yeah. Like yesterday, I came up with a whole new kind of spin to it. <laughs> Slightly dangerous, but okay. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I live on the edge. Say the you're right, right. <laughs> if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. That's I right. Some, somebody That's said right. that. That's exactly right. Well, maybe. Me yeah. talking to you. It's nice listen, talking to you give, too. Yeah, give the names of your books again and tell you where tell us where you're being where everybody can find you one more time. Sure, definitely. So I've got the Dragoneer, 
and the sequel of the Dragoneer and the Pretender comes out October 3rd. And then I also have, if you're into dragons, obviously. And then if you're like werewolves and shifters, then we have Second Nature. And that both, everything can be found on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. You can go to your local bookstore and have them order it for you. I'm sure it's, they're available anywhere you would like to find it. Yeah. Thank That's, you. Excellent. Amber, it's been a pleasure. I wish you the most success. And now I have a Christmas present for my grandson. Yay. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I Thank might you. Read first and just box it up later. I'm not like I have a scribble in it or nothing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they never know. I may have done that once or twice. So, yeah. Well, you guys look out for Amber. You look out for her books and go out there and, and check them out. And it would be a great Christmas gift because it's only 90 some days away and you don't have to worry about supply chain. It's something nice. <laughs> Man. Oh. Oh, that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, that, that is. I can't believe it's... Well, thank you, Amber. And I appreciate it. And the best of luck. Thank you very much. Thanks, Travis. Nice talking to you. Bet.